Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast. Here are today's stories from the KMOX Newsroom. It's Thursday, April 27th. I'm Megan Lynch. I'm Debbie Monterey. And I'm Tom Ackerman. A judge temporarily halted a first-of-its-kind rule restricting access to gender-affirming health care for transgender kids and adults just hours before it was set to take effect. St. Louis County Circuit Judge Ellen Roboto put Republican Attorney General Andrew Bailey's emergency rule on transgender health care on hold until at least Monday. Bailey has touted the rule as a way to shield minors from what he describes as experimental medical treatments. Although puberty blockers and sex hormones have been prescribed for decades, the restrictions also apply to health care for adults. Transgender Missourians and health care providers sued to stop it from taking effect as scheduled at midnight. The Attorney General's office cited studies showing that a high percentage of kids seeking to transition or dealing with mental health issues, but the ACLU says we don't allow attorneys general to legislate and we don't allow them to play doctor, adding the regulations, quote, will cause immediate, severe, and potentially irreparable harm for people who could lose access to medications that include puberty blockers and sex hormones. Judge Roboto said she needed more time to decide whether to issue a temporary restraining order and delayed the implementation of the attorney general's order until 5 p.m. Monday. Reporting downtown, Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. Protesters upset with Kim Gardner are hoping the judge gets tough today as the circuit attorney faces another contempt hearing for failing to show up in court. Organizer Byron Keelan says Gardner deserves consequences. We need the judges to actually enforce the law instead of playing favorites with this. And that's where, where you know, I think everybody is. They're frustrated by the judges. On Monday, a judge let Gardner's office go with a warning after it missed the start of a murder trial because the lead prosecutor was sick. Today's case focuses on another missed court date for an alleged shooter in a shooting that wounded an 11-year-old girl. More now on the number of trials not being heard because of the lack of attorneys in Kim Gardner's office. This week, 10 cases, five of which were priority, never made it to trial. Only one case was actually heard. With only six attorneys, two of which have criminal trial experience, we asked KMOX legal analyst Brad Young how logistically cases can be tried. And I'll tell you one thing that would help is that if Kim Gardner herself would step in and try cases, that's not uncommon. But a source tells KMOX not in the entire time that Kim Gardner has been circuit attorney, as she tried one case. Maria Aquina, KMOX News. How to fill a $41 million budget gap. That's the problem facing St. Louis County for the fiscal year that starts January 1st. County Executive Sam Page was asked, are you worried about coming up with $41 million somehow? We will continue. I mean, do you ever lose sleep over it? Or does it look like it's going to work out? We will continue to provide the important services that people need in St. Louis County. Public safety, roads and bridges, public health. Page says for now they have 80 to $100 million in reserve funds, but by the end of 2024, he says the COVID relief money will be gone, so times could get tight. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. Town hall meetings are planned for this summer to ask people where to cut the fat. The state budget is heading for its next big challenge. We get that story. The Missouri Senate stripped away a series of conservative priorities before passing a $50 billion state budget late Tuesday. The following morning, House Budget Chairman Cody Smith asked his colleagues to reject the Senate budget, but says that's normal. These are the conference motions. We'll be making a series of these motions on all the budget bills today that uh, were changed over in the Senate. And go to conference, as is our tradition every year, 
to hash out the differences between the House and Senate versions. That conference committee must complete the compromise budget and have it passed by both chambers by the end of next week. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. From the KMOX business desk, legislation to expand the Public Service Commission from five members to 11 was given initial approval in the Missouri House yesterday. Members would include a representative from each congressional district, along with three from the agriculture industry. Opponents note no state has the utilities board any larger than five, like Missouri has now. The bill needs a final vote before advancing to the Senate. KMOX continues to track allegations against a St. Louis firefighter in connection with the use of a credit card taken from a surviving victim of a car accident. The quadruple fatal accident happened February 26th. Three weeks ago, the case was presented to the circuit attorney's office, but still no charges. St. Louis Police Sergeant Charles Wall. The information that I have at this time is that we did at one point communicate with the circuit attorney's office. I don't know if the, a formal warrant application actually took place, but whatever those communications looked like, uh, the circuit attorney's office did ask for the investigators to do some additional investigative work. Wall says it's his understanding that investigative work is continuing. However, there is no timeline on when it will be completed. Maria Aquina, KMOX News. Charges are now filed in the death of a seven-month-old boy in Belleville, and it's the mother facing first-degree murder charges. The infant, Richard Bowler, died Friday after police responded to a home on Hillcrest Drive. 25-year-old Pianina Porter is now being held on $1 million bond after the coroner determined the baby died of head injuries. Prosecutors have not released any other details about the death. A Metro East police officer has been arrested facing charges of official misconduct. Washington Park police officer Justin Gaither is charged with felony misconduct and also accused of four counts of aggravated battery after an incident on March 19th when he responded to a home on 45th Street and got into an altercation with a 19-year-old man. The teen had to be taken away by ambulance and charging documents say Gaither tased him while strapped to the gurney. The victim was also known to be mentally disabled. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Missouri's House voted Wednesday to overturn a nearly one-half-century-old voter-approved measure restricting rate increases by electric utilities. The 1976 voter-approved restriction prevented electric utility rate increases to finance construction costs for a new power plant facility before it actually was providing power to customers. It was triggered by construction of the state's first nuclear power plant. The House passed amendment would exempt construction of smaller, so-called modular electric generating reactors from the rate increase ban. The measure's sponsor is Southwest Missouri Republican John Black. Common sense is that we have to have power for our homes, for our industry, on demand. We can't. We can't be satisfied with intermittent resources. But a Democratic opponent argued it violated the voters' decision back in 1976. The fate of the idea likely will rest in the Senate in the final couple of weeks of the legislative session. From Missouri's capital, Phil Brooks, KMOX News. 
Now, KMOX Health Editor Fred Bottomer. A new study suggests black women should be screened earlier for breast cancer, maybe by the age of 42. KMOX Health Editor Fred Bottomer talked about that with Dr. Maurice Willis, the Director of Hematology, Oncology, Bone Marrow Transplant, and Cellular Therapies at St. Louis University School of Medicine. When we usually do screening, we try to look at the overall population that we're screening, say, here in the U.S., and determine what number of people that we should screen and what their prevalence or incidence of the disease is and determine an age that will find the most people with the disease without finding too many people that have a positive test and not have the disease. So that age for breast cancer has been around 50 um, that's for the U.S. Preventive Health Services, but some organizations such as the American Society of Clinical Oncology and uh, other organizations lower the age to 45, and then some say we're high risk uh, at 40 for everybody. Now, the issue is the incidence of breast cancer is lower in black women, but they have a higher chance of dying of the disease. So when you look at screening the women, if a lot of people would say, well, why would you lower the age for someone who has less incidence of the disease? Well, it's because they die of it more often. So when they did this study, they looked at deaths, not incidents, and that's what people looked at before. So the people who died of this cancer and black women were dying at an earlier age um, to to reach that point where it was statistically significant. So instead of just saying every woman needs to be screened at 50 or 45 or 40, they were looking at the incidences between white women, Hispanic women, and black women and saying that, you know, it's, it's probably appropriate for uh, white women to be screened at, at 50, but it may be that the black women who probably need to be screened about eight to 10 years earlier because they have a higher chance of dying of the disease. So that is the issue, the number of deaths that we have in the black population. Why do you think the death rate is so much higher for black women? I think some of it is heredity where they may have a higher incidence of certain types of breast cancer that are are more aggressive. and, you know, it's just that the heredity and their, their their makeup, it has probably not much to do with equity as far as, you know, or, or the screenings available for them. It's just the heredity. Do you agree with the need for black women being screened maybe around age 42? Yeah, I definitely agree with it. Um, we've made some of this same changes in prostate cancer are for men. Black men need to be screened sooner because they have a higher incidence of prostate cancer leading to a higher stage. And this is the same for black women. They have a higher incidence of higher stage cancers and higher stage of death. That's Dr. Maurice Willis, Director of Hematology, Oncology, Bone Marrow Transplant, and Cellular Therapies at St. Louis University School of Medicine. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.